Welcome to Kink Space Time, the podcast about sex, kink, body positivity, mental health, and everything in between. You can support the show, my blog, and myself by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash pinkspacelime. There you'll get early access to posts and episodes as well as some other random naughty fun. Let's begin. Oh boy, this is going to be a rough episode. (laughs) I spend the last 30 minutes pacing my apartment just talking to myself about what I was going to say on this episode Um, because it is hard. It is hard for me and I am going to put a blanket uh, trigger warning to everyone who has trouble with abuse because a good portion of this episode is going to be about abuse, mental, physical, sexual. So I thought I would get this topic over with really quick and not really quick, like a quick episode, but um, sooner rather than later, because it is a preface to everything that I'm going to be talking about on my podcast, basically. So, okay. Topic of the week is what does DS mean to me and what is my history with it? So my history with DS (laughs) is rough. Um, I met my ex and he was a lot older than me. He, I was very, okay, I was a very sheltered child. <laughs> I didn't have sex until I was 18. I, I was very insecure. And so I felt like I needed people in my life to take care of me because I didn't feel like I was powerful enough to do it on my own. So uh, I met this guy and he introduced me to DS, sort of. Um, he mentioned that he was into DS. He was a dominant for a while. He went to a lot of dungeons and he was um, a sadist. And um, looking back now, some of the major red flags for me, just in case anyone is listening who wants to know about red flags and how to look for them. A couple of the major ones that I have, that I have looked back and noticed were a, he didn't talk about any negotiations. It wasn't a contract situation. It was a, Hey, let's try this and see if you like it because fuck, I didn't know what I liked. I didn't, I had just had missionary sex for like a whole year with someone and I sure it was okay. (laughs) But so this guy, and another red flag was that he um, <laughs> he told me that if I ever use the safe word, we're done. Not let's put the flogger down, let's stop choking you, let's untie you for an hour and see how you feel and then let's keep going kind of way. No, this was the, he said, if you ever use the safe word, this is over. So my insecure ass was like, well, shit, I'm never using the fucking safe word. So this led to the normal stuff that would be the case in an abusive relationship. It was a lot of controlling for no reason, a lot of gaslighting. Gaslighting was a huge issue. Um, Lies. Like, using me for sex, but not in the way that... I have come to learn is the appropriate way to be used for sex. Um, He was fucking a bunch of people behind my back. And yeah, we were kind of more friends with benefits than actually in a relationship. But fuck, we were living together and sleeping in the same bed every night. 
So that's a, that's a whole different set of issues that I have. <laughs> um, so and the last few things that he did to me, um, this one's hard for me to talk about. So he would get angry and that's when he would flex his dominant or what I thought was his dominance and like he'd get angry and he would pin me against a wall in front of everybody. So like humiliation, like, so what a lot of people might think of as DS who don't understand what DS is. So it's not abuse. DS is not abuse, but this was abuse. And, um, it's the main reason why, um, forced orgasms are a hard limit for me. You will not be able to do that to me. And if you try, that's, that's it. Um, he used orgasms as pretty much the only way, like he, um, the things that he did to me were awful and he used to, he didn't explain anything first off. So I didn't even know what the fuck a forced orgasm was. I didn't know that that's what he was doing. I just knew that what he was doing hurt me and I didn't know why. And I didn't know why he was doing any of this to me. So long story short, it was bad <laughs> and I learned my lesson and I'm very wary of doms, any kind, even if they're like, cool, yeah, I'm a pro. I know what I'm doing. I've done blah, 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 blah. I don't fucking care. You need to get to know me and I need to trust you and like you first off, but then trust you is a big thing. So I met someone recently who I kind of immediately became friends with. Um, we're both super sexpo and sex positive for those of you who don't know the lingo and he's polyamorous kinda. Um, but we met online and so we started this kind of long distance thing, um, kind of a trial thing. And I won't go into too much detail cause I don't really want to talk too much about that because he's still my friend and um it was nice though I mean it's still nice because yeah I don't know my um, excuse my imagination it went to a really dirty place um <laughs> I okay so moving on a little bit past a few months ago or a month ago or a couple months ago um before all this before I met this guy I had discussed it with my partner and we did a little bit at first and he really took more of a, on a role more of like sir or master, which we now come to realize is not him and it's not me. I'm not a slave, even though I would like to eventually have some sort of a role like that, but that's, um, for later in this episode. <laughs> um, so Another kind of trauma thing that happened with my partner is that when I mentioned to him, because he, like, like I said, that the master sir kind of dom didn't really fit him and it didn't fit me. And so I told him what I needed because that's who the fuck I am now. I tell people what I need. I tell people what I want. And if I don't get my way, I throw a temper tantrum or I just deal with it and move on. So anyways, um, I told him that I needed a daddy dom because that's kind of the relationship that I had built up with 
um, this man online, and I needed that in person. I really enjoyed that kind of a domination style. Um, it was more of a, um, I don't know, it was more of an emotional thing for me. And so when I talked to my partner about it, please don't hate him, guys. Please don't hate him. I'll explain why you can't hate him now. But he called it disgusting. He said that what I wanted was disgusting. And that was heartbreaking. And uh, obviously, anyone who has ever expressed those kinds of emotions and expressed those thoughts and wants and feelings and needs to anyone they love to then have it be turned around and tell you that it's disgusting. It was a lot. It was quite a lot. It was a bad couple of weeks for us, I will admit. And he, the reason why you can't hate him, guys, is because he's not that kind of a person. He's not one to be like, oh, that's fucking disgusting, and then never do anything about it. So after I told him that what he had said literally broke my heart, <laughs> um, he was like, oh, well, shit, this means a lot to her. So he did all the research he could. He learned all about it. He learned about the psychology of it even. And like I said, I'll go over, I'm going to do a whole daddy dom episode in a, in the future sometime. But, um, he did all that for me and fast forward a couple months and now he's my daddy dom and he loves it. A couple weeks after we kind of established this kind of a relationship, because I mean, everything changed. That's just how going from a vanilla relationship into a DS relationship works. Everything changed. We suddenly became so much more open with each other, so much more intimate. And I, I mean, the, one of the first couple of times that we had sex as a DS couple, and I called him daddy, and I was fucking flying for a couple of days. It was amazing. Uh, it still took him a little while to get used to me calling him daddy. I don't call him daddy all the time, mostly just when we're doing scenes. And, but like, I, I knew we were kind of in a better place when at one point he said something to me over text and I said, yes, daddy. And, and he said that made me so warm and happy or something like that. And it made me so happy also. So we're in a much better place, needless to say. Um, he's my dom. I'm his sub. We're still learning. He's still learning. He's never been a dom before. And I've only been in awkward types of sub relationships. So I I, I, I want to say I'm, I'm not new, um, but I am new. I am very new. So that's where I am in my relationships. So... I wanted to also explain what DS means to me and what I really want. Because, yeah, I have a DS relationship. Do I want more? Do I want another one? Absolutely. I would love to be in some sort of pseudo-master-slave relationship. I know I said I wasn't that earlier, but I am. I am slowly becoming accepting of the fact that everything's fucking fluid in kink. So fluid. So I, <laughs> I knew I was a masochist, right? But I didn't fucking know that I wanted to do half this shit. 
Like, I knew that I was into some sort of knife play and choking, but I didn't know to what extent until very recently. And so, yeah, I have a daddy dom, and he is my caretaker. He is amazing. He's my husband. He's my best friend. He's everything. But also being polyamorous, this is kind of important that I need to extend myself beyond that. Um, and he understands that and he knows that and he knows that there are certain things that I need from a different type of dom because I don't, he doesn't want to be my fucking master. He doesn't want me to be a slave to him. I need more submission in my life. I need to be humiliated more than he can give me. I need to be hurt more than he can give me. Uh, unfortunately, like there are some there are some very real things that are an issue for our relationship which is that i am slightly taller than him i am slightly bigger than him i'm just a bigger person so some of the things that he wants to be able to do he just can't and he's accepted that and i've accepted that and that's what makes this whole situation so great with him because he's giving me everything that i want and need while also understanding that at times there's going to be more than I want and more than I need. And so that is a really good segue into what DS means to me and what I expect from it and what I want from it. And everyone's definition of DS is different. There's so many books on it. There are so many websites. There are so many blogs that you can read about DS and having a DS relationship. But the reality is DS is what you make it. As long as you're safe, as long as it's consensual, DS is what you want. And to me, what I want is to be dominated. <laughs> I I feel like this episode is turning into like a personal ad for me. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, you know what? It, so, sure, it's a personal ad for me. Anyways... A little tidbit to anyone who's interested in uh, getting with this. I don't... I don't don't think I could have said that any more awkward. Anyways, I like to be dominated. I like to be hurt. I like to be fucking thrown around like a goddamn ragdoll. But I also like the mutual respect oh 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 so something else that was a big red flag with my ex um was that what the fuck is aftercare like aftercare did not exist but anyways so being a dom to me especially because i'm a i consider myself a submissive masochistic brat i used to think that i was more of a um little but I realized that I have little tendencies but I'm not a little so I forgot where I was going with this oh yeah so I am a submissive masochistic brat I need attention (laughs) I I need I'm whiny I'm snarky I'm funny because I like my sense of humor is really dorky um and I need someone who can keep up with me about that but then but then But then the most important aspect is I need someone who can shut me the fuck up. So DS for me is someone who can take me out of my own head. I need that. My anxieties, my fears, my 
my worries about everything because I have a panic disorder. And so being able to just shut the fuck down for however long, if, if someone tells me to stop thinking, I will do that. That is just how my brain functions and how my body functions. I, I, there's a podcast that I listen to called Loving BDSM and they, I, I, I love being spanked. And she, the, one of the hosts, Kayla Lords. So funny enough, Kayla, Kayla. Anyways, she was talking about therapy spankings and how when she gets really, really upset or really stressed out or really anxious, she just has her dom spank the fuck out of her until all of that feeling is just kind of gone. And when that kind of stuff happens to me, when I get my my therapy spanking is therapy choking when i need to be relaxed and empty minded i ask someone to choke me and it helps so much um spanking also works but choking for me is my thing um also being uh scratched with um my dom has these claws and those also are kind of part of that therapy DS thing. So DS is like, I don't like saying that DS is therapy because it's not. It, it's, it can be. If you need therapy, get therapy. Don't rely on DS to solve all your problems because while it helps and while it can allow you to open up to someone and to deal with your traumas, it will always be a secondary thing. So to me, I know that therapy is, and when I say therapy, I don't mean like shrink therapy. I mean that it gives me the sensations that I need to get out of my own head and to sort of just relax. So when I'm in pain, when I get choked or when I get slapped or when I get spanked or when I get scratched, sound like a fucking Dr. Seuss novel, um, my brain just kind of like melts my body just relaxes, everything kind of disappears. And I've never felt that. Like, <laughs> until I found DS, I never felt that. I relied on other substances. Like, I was a really heavy drinker when I was with my ex. I don't really drink all that much nowadays. I do drink, but I don't drink to excess like I did. I do other things sometimes, but it's not part of my need anymore. So I guess to kind of wrap up, if I ask you to be part of my DS journey and to be part of what I'm doing with it, and to me, if I ask you to do anything to me, I, I trust you. That's just, that's just duh. I, I can't open myself up like that. To, to just anyone. So if I have opened myself up to you in any way, shape, or form, consider yourself lucky. So also just be aware of red flags and figure out what DS means to you because that is the most important thing. No one can tell you what DS is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you need to love pain and you need to love to be fucked with. You need to love to have sex. You need to love to be whipped. You need to love to be tied up. That's bullshit. 
Anyone who tells you that, if you ever find a dom who tells you that, they are fucking insane. You need to stay away from them. <laughs> DS relationship is all about negotiation, safe, sane, consensual, all that jazz. Just try it. If you're new, if you're already a pro, send me information because I'm still fucking new. So please let me know if there's anything that I didn't share. And I will probably eventually make another one of these episodes because, like I said in the beginning, that, or maybe not in the beginning, but somewhere in all of that, (laughs) I've said that kink is always evolving and it's always fluid. So who knows? In three or four months, I might be a, a femdom. Like, who the fuck knows? Really, who knows? I doubt that because... I'm a little pussy. I don't like (laughs) just, (laughs) I'm never going to be a dom. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) I just want you guys to know what I've been through and it's, it's hard to hear. It's hard to say, but honestly, the more I talk about it, the more I see just how much I've grown. This is kind of how growth works, right? You, you come back to your stories, you come back to your trauma, and you see how much you've changed. And that's awesome of me. Like, pat on my own back that, like, I've grown up that much, and I've moved past that trauma, and that I've healed so much. But my relationship with my current dom, my partner, my husband, is very new. I am looking for another type of a DS relationship, because he he keeps saying that he has too much respect for me. <laughs> if you knew what we did, <laughs> you would not believe it. But he does. He has a lot of respect for me. Um, but I don't want that. I want to be. I want to be someone's bitch. I want to just forget about my worries, and be a bitch and be a cum slut and be a pain whore and. Whatever the fuck everyone calls each other, I just want it all. So, (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that. I'm sorry if it was triggering to anyone. I actually do sincerely apologize because when I hear about that stuff, it's triggering for me. But I think that my story is important for everything that I'm doing and for those who are still learning and for those who are new like me because I am new but I've I've had kind of a rough start and everyone has their own origin story and some origin stories are bad and that's just kind of the way of life so hopefully hopefully my next episode isn't this fucking depressing but I hope that you guys stick around I hope you guys enjoyed this I really hope also holy shit you guys I cried earlier tonight because this episode so this episode is gonna be a couple weeks after I aired my first like intro but I was actually crying because of all the fucking support that I was getting holy shit I was not expecting it at all I was expecting hey I released my podcast here's the link No, you guys like were like sharing it and commenting on it and listening to it and it blew my mind. So I love you all so fucking much. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PinkSpaceLime. Check out my blog at PinkSpaceLime.com and you can become a patron at Patreon.com slash PinkSpaceLime. 
You're all amazing. Bye.